Welcome back yet again to us covering another John Carpenter film. And I guess another commentary. So we did uh, The Fog. Did we do that one as a commentary? Yes. I think so. I want to say we did. Because, um, well, technically last one we did was The Thing. The Thing, yeah. Uh, but The Fog was well, quite a while ago. Yep. That was a long time ago. I don't think it was a scene by scene. It was... It was either that or Lighthouse that was a scene by scene. Yeah, I think that's what we did. I think for the sea shanties of horror, we did the two commentaries, The Fog and A Zombie 2. And then for uh, Shockwaves and The Lighthouse, yeah, it was, I guess, our first two scene by scenes. So that's kind of interesting. But but yeah, returning for another commentary, we just recently watched one of what's hailed as John Carpenter's best film, The Thing. Now we come to what's hailed as John Carpenter's worst film. Ghost of Mars. Like the worst film? Yes, this is roundly considered his worst film. Um, I don't fully agree, but everyone thinks this is just terrible. So, hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, those in between and unaffiliated, it's, uh, it's subjectivity night tonight. For you get to decide whether or not this film is great or not. Now, whether Caleb can sway you to that side of it's not the worst film ever, but like still not great as you know is, is how he presents his his argument for he has an entire argument and um essay written out as to why this film is not as bad as it should be well again i don't know if i necessarily fall on that side of things <laughs> i tend to think this is uh, uh cool ideas not explored <laughs> but we'll discuss that yeah as we as we jump into it here and this is kind of a flashback to the old uh, t and e style back in Back in the day of doing semi-blind commentaries. Now, I watched this when I watched all my John Carpenter films, my retrospective. Back around April would have been the last time that I watched this. And you you haven't seen it, so we're both kind of going in. I made the executive decision, the artistic decision to not watch this because it's been a while since we've done one of these. And yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just, we haven't done a blind commentary in a long time. Or at least I haven't done a blind commentary in a long time. Why not see how it works and if it can work or not? So please. <laughs> yes, I think that's one of the reasons <laughs> we, have, we haven't done it as much. But <laughs> no, yeah, no reason at all. Uh, all those who are listening, please. Uh, get your legally or leg- illegally purchased copy of this digitally or physically. I don't know if this is in Laserdisc. This is 1999? Uh, it's 2001. Jeez. Okay, so just VHS and or DVD. Maybe this is on Blu-ray. I'd be shocked if this was on 4K. Uh, get timestamp zero. Everybody get ready to press, press play right now. Now. Yeah, and just because you mentioned about the format, uh, we just recently covered uh, Terminator, and I was uh, singing the praises for that DVD. Oh, by the way, Screen Gems. There we go again. Haven't seen that since uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Um, but I was praising the, the DVD for the Terminator is holding up really well. This one, not so much. Looks very pixely. There's a very soft uh, look to the image. And I heard the Blu-ray was terrible. So I never bought it. And I, I think it's out of print now. But still waiting for uh, Scream Factory to pick it up and complete the uh, the Carpenter set. It'll happen one day. It must happen one day. Yeah, that's another thing to mention. For the longest time... Uh, this was John Carpenter's last film. And it was always such a shame that he went out 
kind of on this this sour note, but it wasn't until 2010 when he came back for his his last film, uh, The Ward, which not a, not a great one there either, but definitely better than this. A return to form? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> but a return to uh, something more palatable for most audiences. I'm, I'm sorry, are we in Jason X right now, or, or, or what's going on here? Well, I was more thinking of Doom, since we're uh, at Mars here. I guess that's the case. And I this was at, during a period with a bunch of Mars films. I remember Mission to Mars came out. Um... Oh, what were the other ones? Damn it. <laughs> oh, the Red Planet, I think, was one. Was that, was that one? I know Val Kilmer did one. Do you, do you remember any of this? I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I just know about, like, the Mission to Mars, and that's it. <laughs> I guess this one, and yeah. Oh, yeah, Red Planet was Val Kilmer. And also starred uh, um, Carrie Ann Moss. And that was the year before 2000. So I guess it was just in the zeitgeist at the time, for whatever reason. Oh, there's K and B, the big, uh, big uh, kind of makeup effects people around this time, after Tom Savini and Rick Baker had kind of uh, faded into the past. Let's see. Yeah, and so do you know much about this movie at all? Is this something that's ever been on your radar, or? I've. I have technically seen the beginning of this years ago, but I don't remember. It was on TV and I don't fully remember everything about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it does feature this wraparound section here, which kind of feels like uh, the menagerie, the Star Trek, uh, the original series episode with um, Captain Pike. Cause we have this kind of investigation where they're looking at this past event. Oh, Gary B. Keep, by the way, the cinematographer, he became a Carpenter's regular cinematographer for the late, later half of his career. And I think the guy just didn't have any ambitions as a cinematographer. He shoots things super flat. And I always thought that he was one of the one of the big downsides of the later Carpenter films is his cinematography. It's definitely too bad that him and Dean Cundy stopped working together by this point, because I always felt like Cundy added a lot to the Carpenter films with his great uses of uh lighting and color and um and of course his uh all the split to after shots and stuff I, I wish that collaboration would have continued to in the later parts of his career well now it's a uh pretty plain looking place <laughs> pretty utilitarian well, well in comparison to like it's you know the matrix or equilibrium at this point yeah, and I think Mars is supposed to be kind of a piece of shit planet. Like, uh, like it doesn't seem like there's much money there. It's mainly just for mining. Mi mining. I was going to say miming. <laughs> yeah, they go there to train to be mimes. And they send them back to Earth. I have no jokes there. But they're doing their whole leather routine. Yeah, the leather the leather look of the late 90s. was this, Blade? Or, uh, yeah, like you said, the Matrix. I'm surprised he didn't take up the... Uh, dark, not dark, uh, gothic punk pr uh, perspective, or yeah, perspective, where I'm thinking of Dark City. Like, I'm surprised Carpenter didn't do something like that. 
Well, he didn't have those kind of ambitions anymore as a filmmaker by the time he's making this. That's a shame. His ambitions as a filmmaker were just make something, make the best that I can without having to try too hard, work with a limited budget, and just kind of pushing out one film after another to kind of make a buck, really. Let's see. And even because I've listened to the commentaries on almost all the Carpenter films that I own, <laughs> uh, he even said, or uh, Natasha Hench- Hendrich, Hendrich, fuck, I don't know how to say her name, Bless but this you. actress here from uh, Species, she said that every day on set, Carpenter would show up and be like, don't worry, guys, this is the biggest piece of shit I ever made, just have fun. So he even knew when he was making it that this was never going to be a great film, so self-aware interesting yeah hello pam greer yep pam greer yeah this is her second uh effort with carpenter showed up a couple years earlier in uh, escape from la and it was weird in that one she was playing a a trans male character or uh yeah trans male character and in this one she's playing a lesbian um lady so so i don't know what that was about but carpenter was you know i think this might be one of the first films that statham was doing yeah this is very early yeah i'm gonna take this uh, imagery of water as just she's thinking of water and nothing else oh no she's high as fuck (laughs) Uh, okay Okay, well i was thinking of something else yeah you can even see when she's looking at her little necklace here she's taking a little uh hallucinogen I see that, yeah, I, I, no wonder you like this film. It's got water in it immediately. <laughs> well, I actually do have a thing about Mars. I always like the red of the planet. I think it looks super cool. And I think some of that actually comes from this movie. Um, I will say, uh, back in the day, I used to watch a lot of space. The, uh, the Canadian, uh, I don't know, is that like a... Is that a premium channel space or is it kind of just part uh, of basic cable? I feel like it's probably part of basic cable, whatever package you got. We didn't get space probably because it wasn't part of the package. I don't know. I don't feel mm. like it's premium channel. Maybe it is. But yeah, it's the counter. It's the Canadian counterpart to Sifi. Yeah. And every Saturday night they would play a horror film, usually two horror films. Actually, they would play. And Ghost of Mars was definitely in that rotation a lot. And so I saw this quite a bit. Um. And even back then, uh, I knew like this is by no means a good movie. But for whatever reason, I would I would watch it most of the time when it was on. You know, here or there, I'd watch bits and pieces. I wouldn't necessarily sit down and pay attention the whole time. But I'd put it on if it was if it was playing. Is that a great idea for the commander to be sleeping with her own crewmates? I guess, I don't know. I guess it's an adult thing, just as long as you're adult about it. No, it's that's not a good good thing to be doing. Definitely not. All right, is he regular? This guy looks like a, he's been in a Carpenter film before. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Oh yes, that's Peter Jason. He he's maybe been in more Carpenter films than anybody, I think, except for maybe Charles Cipher. But he was a big regular, and same with that guy sitting next to him. That's uh, Robert Carradine. Yes, yeah, so I noticed Robert Carradine was in the cast list. Yeah, and he's shown up in a ton of Carpenter stuff. And I didn't even realize that he was in all these movies. I mainly know him from that. Uh, was it Life with Derek? Do you know? Did you ever watch that? Uh, yeah. Well, that was was that on fan, was that on Disney Channel or was that on YTV? 
Oh, no, maybe that wasn't the one that Robert Carradine was in. Let me quickly look. He was in one of those kind of kids shows. I can't remember which one. Whatever that one kid's show was in the in Nope. Oh, we used the dad and Lizzie McGuire. That's it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch Lizzie McGuire as much just because I don't know if it was on 21 or not. The ABC channel. Yeah, but he'd been working with Carpenter for a while, too. He also showed up in Escape from L.A. and uh, yeah, a couple other ones. There's Cleo Duvall, by the way. I didn't mention her yet. Cleo Duvall used to show up in a lot of these 90s flicks. She related to Shelley Duvall or Robert Duvall? I don't know, actually, but... Uh, Just because they have the same hmm. last name does not mean they're related. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it starts off these... This troop of soldiers correct uh uh yeah there it's it's more like mars is kind of like a western society it's all separate into outposts and so uh, there was some troubles with one of the outposts and now they're kind of sending this kind of enforcement uh crew it's maybe not military but kind of maybe a little step up of cops so like frontiersmen or something okay not really mps uh, uh I, I guess could be could be something like that i assume I, I believe it was in the beginning but i assume they're they terraform mars so that they have at they, they have breathable atmosphere for humans well i think we see that they have little breathers oh okay. so they can they can breathe there but the oxygen's like just dense but yeah they did did do some terraforming they're they're breathing right now <laughs> the little breathers Oh, look at all the task force. Yeah, I don't know. The faux leather look. Oh, man. Probably not going to see that come back, even though uh, the late 2000s is coming back as a style for teenagers. I know my my youngest sister says that her her aesthetic is uh, Y2K. So I was like, <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe that's coming back. Baggy pants. It's coming back. Kinkos, they're all coming back. It is. Oh, boy. <laughs> Baggy leather... Goodness gracious. I do like this set a lot. I love the all the red and I like kind of the architecture. I think that stuff's pretty cool. It's pretty convincing, I'll say that so far. Not really much bad CGI. No, they do they are pretty sparing with the bad CGI. And every little bit of CGI that pops up in the commentary, John Carpenter was just like, ah, you know, like I wish we hadn't used that. Like it just looks bad. Like it seemed like he didn't like having to adjust to the the new technology necessarily. I gotta say, he adjusted to the music pretty well. <laughs> At least the beginning part where it sounds very new metal. Yes, that's that's very much his his style with this movie. New metal in terms of music, in terms of maybe some of the action scenes and stuff, and some of the the, the villain characters that we see. They feel like that could have been been out of some crappy uh, heavy metal cover. Oops, bless you. Stupid hiccups. <laughs> I've been having a lot of them lately. But yeah, everyone wants to sleep with her. Everyone's hitting on her a little bit. There you go. Come on, Satham. What are you doing here? You're a gentleman. Well, this is not Satham, of course. It's his character. Yeah, and she's a Canadian actress, by the way. Natasha Hensrich. 
did not know that. Thank you for notifying me of that. Yeah, born in uh, Newfoundland. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Let me let me guess. Oh. Let me guess. Is it east or west? Yeah, uh, born in Newfoundland, but raised in Alberta. So. <laughs> a Newfie all the way out in the, in the plains, eh? Interesting. Yeah, and she would have been really a hot commodity at this time, just coming off of species. That's kind of her big breakout kind of role. So, is uh, she still active today? Yeah, it, it seems like she is, but maybe, maybe more like playing bit roles, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, of course. I just wonder if she's done any like big stuff at all yet. I'll take a look. Television show stuff. A mini series. Yeah, it looks like she's still working. Um, nothing too big though. Looks like she was a regular on a show called Digstown. Uh, that ran for 22 episodes for the CBC. That's an innuendo. But yeah, mostly they're just like small, little like TV TV movie works, looks like. So they're just going to leave that prisoner in there, eh? For now, of course. Well, that's, yeah, that's Desolation Williams. They don't want to, that's one of the reasons they're there as well. Is because, yeah, very, uh, a wanted man was locked up in the prison. So they're coming to check out what's going on with him, too. I can sort of see the set being almost like a new metal version of a Western outpost. Yeah, that's basically this movie. <laughs> new metal Western. And uh, yeah, throw in some some very obvious nods to uh, Assault on Precinct 13. There's quite a bit of that running through this as well. Interesting. I'll wait to find out. Maybe it's Statham's time of the month. Yeah, you, know, you know, maybe his hormonal cycle is just acting up. Oh boy. <laughs> well, he is a horny dog in this. Control it, mate. Whoa. Okay. Doom references inc- intensifies. How many people just like took the trailer of this and edited like Doom music and are like parts of Doom in there? Yeah, I can definitely see the comparison, yeah. I honestly wonder if Carpenter could, like... Probably not, but it would be interesting if if if, if he would be the one to, like, translate Doom on screen by this point. But before, of course, the, the film came out, a few years later. Wow, yeah, it's weird to think that only came out four years later. Hmm. Seems like a very different era of films. <laughs> oh Well, somebody's got a perchance of... A good taste in their metals and household yeah. common items. Just an artist, yeah, likes making uh, some metalry uh, art. Nothing uh, sinister about that, that's for sure. I wonder if they have, like, metal teeth or metal parts grafted onto human bones. Hey, we'll find out, we'll find out. That's not one of those gag hands that you find on Halloween when people put them in the trunks. Kind of looks like uh, something you would eat. The hand? Like a like a chicken bone, yeah. I mean... Or a piece of... Uh, what? Uh, oh, fuck. I'm forgetting what it's called right now. <laughs> you ever seen chicken legs, by the way? Or like chicken feet? Yeah, I don't like seeing those. Oof. It's Yeah, it's something else. It's certainly a... Only a taste that an acquired taste. Yeah, back when I was in Disney World, you'd see people walking around with the giant uh, turkey legs. 
They're like almost the size of their head. They still have those? Yeah, they sure do. My goodness. Yeah, not a great look. Walking over that greasy uh, ch- chin because of all the, the big chicken or turkey leg that you're shoving your face into, and then you got the grease everywhere. It's not a good look. Not a good look. Just call it Lego meat. <laughs> a big fat leg of meat. So how how long is she uh, doing these briefings with this council? Is this the whole movie? Because this just reminds me of Big Trouble in La China. It's a whole movie. Yep. I see. So it is just Big Trouble. I just, I mean, I only mean by like that, that beginning part where um, what's yeah. his face is like giving that interview to, I guess, the police officer or investigator. Yeah. Egg Chen. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, or again, the menagerie definitely makes me th- makes me think of that that episode. But I do like seeing all the different angles and stuff. I don't know if we needed the wraparound. We might have just been fine just seeing it go, but. I guess it fills out the runtime a little. This kind of feels like a scene in a predator, too. The second one. <laughs> yeah. Only they were all skinned. <laughs> doesn't feel as like shocking. It doesn't feel as horrifying, but I think that it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, and I guess the beheadedness. And I will actually say, I'll mention a few times throughout this movie. When I was younger, when I saw this, it did freak me out. I did think it was effectively scary in a number of parts. Well, you know what? I'm I'm wrong. <laughs> Because not not that part, mind you. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, and they all don't like Williams. They want to make sure that he stays locked up. Fuck that guy. Is that his real first name, or is he got like just said? Is that his nickname? Oh, Desolation. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of like. Uh, oh, what was his name in um, Assault on Precinct Thirteen? He had like a name in that one too. Oh, oh yeah, the the bad guy. Yeah, the prisoner. Yeah, not the bad guy, but the yeah prisoner who's you know one of the protagonists. Yeah, maybe I'll look that up. But I think it's a, I think it's a reference to that again. This is the future, and yet they still have weather reports on pieces of paper. That's interesting. Yeah, hey, it's a pretty low tech future. Nothing wrong with that, it's Napoleon. That's right. It's most likely what it'll be in our future. As a present day, of course. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe in, on Mars, it'd be difficult to conduct um, like signals to like different different areas. So maybe they wouldn't have like internet or anything like that. Ah, uh, no, we'd have to establish it unless we like launch that. What was it called? Unless we launch that Tesla satellite that like can apparently give free. I don't know if it's five G or four G internet for everybody on Earth, or at least in an area. Hey, that'd be nice. <laughs> but I guess, to be fair, the Internet's conducted by the, the cables anyway, so they could just put that all across the planet. But that too. <laughs> What's... Jeez, that'd be insane trying to, like, al- align and wire up Mars. <laughs> uh, any of these people, Carpenter and regulars? I don't think so. I don't really. I don't really recognize any of them. I mean, this lady here with the short hair looks familiar, but I don't remember from anything Carpenter made. 
That's me, but the sun's blinding me right now and baking me. Oh, shining into your room? No, thankfully I have the blinds closed, which is actually making a difference. Did <laughs> I say Drucker's Ridge or Trucker's Ridge? Because I heard Trucker, but it said Drucker. Yeah, I... I Drucker's. Okay. Weather balloons. We still have those. Or hot air balloons. Why did I say weather balloons? What am I talking about? <laughs> so she's relaying all this to uh, Pam Greer's character, and then uh, protagonist lady is relaying all of this flashback to the council. Yeah. She's got a good memory. Yeah, and there is some hints that maybe at certain points, maybe she's not telling the council the full truth. Interesting. So some of this could be unreliable narrator. I don't know. Ah, the old UN. I like how we see this thing like four times in like weird slow motion. Like, what is that? Anime. I guess they just thought it was cool. There is some weird slow motion stuff in this, as it was uh, common at the time. But I don't fully get some of the choices in that regard. What was his last film he was in? Like here, what are these weird transitions? What is that? <laughs> uh, Ice Cube? Um, I don't know. I don't really know if he acts much anymore. Yeah, it's like you think you don't see one of these you know, old school like 90s rappers on a, doing acting bits anymore. And then like there's 50 Cent in like a bit part somewhere. It's like, whoa, where'd that come from? Yeah, that's true. That's true. 50 Cent was doing a lot of like weird low budget stuff showing up for like one scene. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I think I like uh, Snoop Dogg's role in what was it that Starsky and Hutch movie? Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I didn't see that one. <laughs> How many like opening lines do you have for this lady? That's my question. Like, do you have like a whole book of them that you're going through right now? Oh, that's what he's doing in between the, whenever they're searching, he's just thinking of lines to say. Yeah, he's like, okay, well, that didn't work. Well, I got to Okay, I'll try this. Yeah, back to the drawing board. So you saw what's in that, behind that door first, or you just like hear it and you're like, I'm pointing a gun at it. <laughs> oh, well, apparently Ice Cube was in the most recent Triple X movie. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, he played Triple X, right? Yeah, he did. Obviously, after... And he was in that fifth fight movie. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that one. I saw that film. I completely forgot. <laughs> was it any good? It, um... I don't know. It was... I don't know. <laughs> that's fair it's probably forgettable i don't know i think that's a, that's a subjective thing like i think he ended up punching him i don't even remember now now i hope ice cube gets one of those like memorable bit roles one of these days where like everyone's like oh he's such a good actor oh he was great in three kings he was really good in three kings it was uh, kind of like how brendan Fraser's getting like a a comeback a renaissance yeah, I think he was more interested in doing comedies. Like, he always seemed to really like working in that vein. So, so that doesn't give you the, that same opportunity, but. I can see technically it was also in Barbershop 3. 
uh, I think he was in all the barbershops, wasn't he the lead? I haven't seen those in probably 15 or more years, but I, I thought he was the lead. Well, Barbershop 3 was... I didn't see that one. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say recently, but that was like maybe six years ago. Yeah, I definitely did not tune in for that one. <laughs> I saw the first two, but yeah, I had no interest by the time that third one came out. Was Kevin Hart in the first two, or was he only... Because I know he was in the third one. Well, if he was, I don't remember him. Kevin Hart's one of those actors that I just don't... That's fair. I don't remember him in anything. What's going on with this guy? Yeah, he's wigging out, man. He's not looking so good. He's trying to surprise them. Wait a minute. Do you guys hear new metal? I feel like if we hear new metal around us, because it's diegetically in within the movie, maybe this means that something's amiss with these humans. So potentially, as soon as we hear this new metal music, then that means evil is afoot. Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about Carpenter's score for this one. I mean, it's not it's not horrible, but <laughs> it does kind of feel really dated. You know what? I'll, I'll Sometimes I'm in a new metal mood. That's fair. That's fair. So is he still alive or is whatever is possessing him still alive or at least still aware? Ah, interesting that you uh, would suggest that. For I don't know. I'm just looking at it because it looked like his the guy's body was leaned up against the dashboard and the um, and the window there. But it looked like the camera was like behind him. Okay, so put a mine underneath it and blow the whole thing up. <laughs> I like how we get a flashback to what he just said 30 seconds ago. <laughs> There's a lot of flashbacks in this, eh? It's almost like, you know, people wouldn't understand. No, I think it was something to do with just stylistic choices. Okay. Like, John Carpenter loves his weird transitions in this one. Come on, go back to what you did in the fog, where you did that like snapshot to that uh, guy telling the old story or the campfire story. Oh, that yeah. Oh wow, I forgot that Ice Cube was in Anaconda, the first one. Wow, did not remember that. How many more have they made after that? I think they went up to five. Yo, if there's a sixth one made, let's or whatever the what was the most recent one released. I'll take a look. Thank you. Yeah, and I watched up to the third one. Yikes! And I remember when the Hunt for the uh, the Blood Orchid came out straight to video. That was the second one. I remember really liking that flick and watching it many times. But then it just went. Oh wow! The most recent one was Lake Placid versus Anaconda, twenty fifteen. I see. <laughs> oh, I wonder if uh, and Nicki Minaj was in that one. That's okay. Maybe that's a little too far. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think it is. Okay. Maybe JLo showed up for a cameo. Uh, I don't get that there, but okay. She was in the first one. <laughs> Maybe Williams is supposed to be like the next snake. Yeah, definitely some of that. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see Ice Cube doing it. I don't know if like the script is helping him at all or not, or I mean. I think he's a good actor. I don't know if he's like a great, great actor, but 
Scott, so. No, yeah. Oh, wow, I did. I forgot that Owen Wilson was also in it, Anaconda. So I guess that recent movie they did with Jennifer Lopez was a little reunion. Marry Me, did you hear about that one? <laughs> marry Me, Marry Me. <laughs> oh! Yeah, it was where J-Lo was playing a singer and she found that her, she was going to get married on this stage for a concert. And then she found out that her fiance was cheating on her at the concert. And so she just pointed to a random audience member. And she's like, I'll marry you. And it was on Wilson. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to avoid that joke. I'm going to avoid the obvious joke. It's actually a more charming movie than you'd think. I went to go see it in the theaters. <laughs> but it was a really stupid concept. Oh. Beyond just having a contagious, f- freaky thing going on with some of the residents and denizens here, we now have Ash. Will- I would say Ash. I'm sorry. Sorry, Snake Plissken and um, whatever his name is from Assault and Precinct 13 making himself known. Yeah, Napoleon. I looked it up. <laughs> Napoleon, that's right. Yes, you're you correct. It is Napoleon. Um, oh, it was actually Napoleon Wilson. So that's kind of funny. Is this his descendant? Desolation Williams. Yeah. Yeah, it could honestly be him. No, I don't I assume Desolation well, is not uh this isn't Desolation's work. The the metal um doohickeys. Well, they seem to think it is, so I kind of trust their uh, professional opinions. I see, okay. They seem like experts. You seem like an expert. Oh, so that's how she got that scar on her throat. Yes, have your back turned towards like, you know, that, that that person that might or may or may not, or all these people who may or may not be in the right mind. Yeah. Yeah, they don't seem like the brightest uh, bunch of cops, that's for sure. Oh, who's this? Interesting. Uh, what did I what did I just say? Interesting aesthetic. Oh my goodness. This is... Uh, is that Ray Park? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I love this this music already. Yeah, and Carpenter said that he did all the video photography with the uh, that weird vision of the whatever that is. He shot that on a oh. video camera. Oh yeah, the, the little filter with the uh, with these freakos when we see when we look into their perspective. Yeah, can never up- upgrade that to HD. Oh. She was right there. What are you talking about? I remember in the commentary too, they were mentioning uh, Carpenter and the actress there, Natasha Henstrich. We're all very concerned about the guns on the set because of the recent or relatively recent death on uh, the crow. Yeah. They said it made them a lot more conscious about firing guns yeah yeah that's yeah that's fair probably a lot of empties well they they said they were shooting a lot of half half loads but they were still trying to do full loads when they could just because it looked so much better oh of course but they are definitely yeah definitely thinking about it which is interesting to think i never really thought about the what people would have been thinking around around the same time working in the industry probably freaked a lot of them out 
I don't know if that's the same the th- same thing has happened with say like the the, the recent Alec Baldwin uh, controversy with that um, director of photography um, death. I, I I don't know if it's the same or it's bringing back flashbacks to some people. I I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really heard too much about it in terms of that stuff. Oh, well, that was a weird transition. That was a really weird transition. You know, this is interesting. I in all the Carpenter movies I've seen so far. This is the first I have a lot of flashbacks. In fact, I think this might be the only time I've seen him use flashbacks because at least with in the thing, they use videotapes, which is a perfect way of like in universe explaining flashbacks mm-hmm. where both the audience and the characters are seeing it rather than this, where it's like just the audience seeing it and the characters would have to just like imagine it. Yeah, thinking over his filmography, they don't use it that much, yeah. Or he doesn't, I should say. So maybe him using it here, he just wanted to go all out, because it's everywhere. Fair enough. <laughs> so many. But he does go overboard with the flashbacks at some point, but uh, I guess we'll get there. Hey, look at him. Free money. Rock and roll. I, hey, if you She's a cop, not a crook, eh? Some people might say otherwise. At least he had a good response. <laughs> Don't we all look high at one point, buddy? <laughs> I've been I've been completely like not inebriated, and somebody accused me of being high once. <laughs> really? Was it me? Do you think it was you? No. <laughs> it's probably Johnny. <laughs> In fact, I think I have it on record a, a couple times. Several times, the JZ has asked, are you high? Yes. <laughs> Whatever you're on, I want some. I think he said that a few times, too. <laughs> That's his go-to response. And he's now back in prison. Okay, how... I like his little, uh, I like his little three birthmarks there. That's a cool pattern. Oh, I did not see... I did not notice that. I will have to look at that again. We will see what side is it of his face is on. Um, the left side for for us, the audience, but I guess the right side in, in real life. Got it. Oh wait, is that his actual birthmark, or is that like a thing in the for the movie? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's an actual birthmark. Yeah. Okay, kind of like the Harrison Ford scar. Yeah, it's not the same, of course, but like it's like an interesting like three part pattern. You know, I like the fact that... Oh, golly, what the hey? I do like the fact... How is this not a Doom film? <laughs> yeah, Doom film, seriously. Um, I like the fact that the set works well, where it's like, it's a canyon, and then you just mm-hmm. see darkness out there. It kind of works for the fact that it, like, you know, it's it's dark out, and only the light that you can see is from within this, like, you know, outpost. Yeah, it does work. See, these images here, these are the stuff that, when I was... I don't know, like 12 just put me off. No, you're right with the, with this new metal and like her acting freaky and, you know, Vlad the impalering these, these heads on, on pikes. I, yeah, no, I take back what I said. Yeah. And there's a couple other scenes like that that we'll see. I like this. This is a weird shot coming up right here, but it is just, yeah. Statham's expression is, Oh, well that was, I did not know. Okay. Oh, that was an off screen death that happened. Yeah. That weird zoom in there. 
do I do, not the zoom in from the fog, unfortunately. Is that the guy from NAR? NAR. What's that? Are we thank you? Oh, it's a it's a it's a I think a heavy metal band. Oh, interesting. I don't think I know that one. Doomsday band, I don't even know. Uh that's one way of I guess using hands is Yeah. <laughs> Clothing. Hands as garments. Yeah, this stuff put me off too. Did we just? Yeah, I know you're right. Is that Sting? <laughs> I'm positive it's not Sting. Oh, I wish it was Sting. I would think it's probably just like a stunt man or something. Probably. Well, we just stumbled into a Mad Max cult and or gang of weirdos. Yeah, and there's a little bit of this that actually makes me think of that, the third segment in uh, Heavy Metal. Or not the third, the last segment, I should say. The Tarna sec- segment. Yeah, yeah, no, I could see it. Yeah, I didn't really think about that before, but... Hmm. Where's the Loch Nar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe Carpenter's ripping that off a little bit. Except instead of the alien uh, yeah, influence, it's the actual aliens. Hey, spoilers there. They're ancient uh, spirits. Oh, they didn't say that? I thought that's what that... Uh, Did they say it? Yeah, the lady who uh, can't crash down in the... Uh, whatever that thing's called. This lady here. Oh, yeah, her right now. This might be it here. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe this is it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Looks like she's had one too many. How did she get booze and... Pr- you know what? That's the last thing I need to know about this in this film. Well, it looks like it was her own personal flask. Is that a lot? Wouldn't they confiscate that? This place doesn't look like it's very well run. They put all those prisoners in the same cage. I mean, not even keep an eye on them. Yeah, the exposition scene. Just stay there, eh? Oh, okay. Sounds like humans. Yeah, why is it pulling away here? What's going on here? This feels a little bit more carpentry, just kind of pulling out and. Yes, yeah, and no, like, no music where this is just like, yeah, slowly open it. That's yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. A little flash of of his old ways there. Yeah, I agree with that. Instead of all the bombastic spectacle stuff, yeah, it makes. I agree. Oh. Weird chick. Oh. She's done some some uh, facial. Uh, oh, down for the count. Modifications. Yeah, modifications. Yeah. Oh, what's this weird video uh, footage here? Extremely low res. Is this part of Blade One? Is this uh, La Magra? Uh, <laughs> how do you, whatever the the villain was in that. I did like this moment that she's the only one who kind of catches on that. Oh no. We shouldn't have uh, killed her. Who to choose? I choose you. <laughs> oh. Does he immediately turn nuts or is it, you know, like the thing, does he like, you know, take his time? Probably not. Oh, yeah, that's something that I was wondering, too. If it's because we did see that guy who was going to kill himself. He seemed to definitely know that something was happening to him so yeah mars police force uh what were some of his influences for this film like 
Or did he just not, again, did he just not care? Because he had to come, like, this, this, all, all these ideas had to come from somewhere. Well, this one actually developed, um, it was going to be initially another escape film. Uh, like, uh, I think, I don't know if I should spoil much of Escape from L.A. Uh, do you mind? Or... <laughs> I Yeah, I know you go ahead. I'm okay with that. I will watch it one day, but I'm, I'm all right with that. Yeah, at the end of Escape from L.A., another flashback. Snake Plissken basically just, in a way, destroys the world and sends it back to the Stone Age. Lovely. Or not the Stone Age, but like the Western days. Yep. And so this one was going to be another escape thing. But for whatever reason, Carpenter couldn't get it to work. And so I guess he just took some influences from that script and basically remade Assault on Precinct 13, just with a more supernatural bent. So... So it's you kind know, of his own work that was the yeah it, it almost this like this entire like burning earth idea like it almost seems like it could be a post-apocalyptic earth yep oh who are these who's this gang of uh, weirdos it's the resistance <laughs> what every movie has to have the resistance <laughs> Also, it says Martian military police, or it says Martian police force. So it sort of is the police. Yeah. But like I said, they're a little bit more like a frontier kind of uh, guard, whatever you call it. Patrol people. Frontiersmen? Yeah, yeah, basically. I guess technically in, in token speak, rangers. Yeah, like rangers. Yeah, they because all these outposts would probably have their own like sheriff type of thing. I see. That's fair. And they send out the enforcers to figure out what's going on another flash but a flashback within a flashback you guys getting all this <laughs> i know right there's a fuck ton of flashbacks but i do like the black void behind them yeah you're right that does look cool Works shouldn't it be it. daytime at some point though this is last night oh my goodness it is la magra whoa Holy crap, everybody run. Those effects are way better than what they were going to do in Blade 2, where it was going to be, the, the final villain was just going to be a big cloud of mist. Yeah, this does feel very much like heavy metal, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, it really is just the Lochnar influencing these, the, those miners or peoples, and then yeah. turning them crazy and... So, uh, where's mm -hmm. what's-her-face? Yeah, Tarna. <laughs> Tarna, thank you. Her beautiful, uh, yeah. Mm. And her and her wonderful bird. Yeah, this is the other stuff that, yeah, disturbed me a little bit. Yeah, no, you're right, that would... My younger years. Probably be, uh, they all of a sudden do body modification. Yo, where's the, uh, where's, where's people putting extenders or loops around their, their, their ears? Uh, uh, is it supposed to be Leatherface? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw. Or is that supposed to be Ma Ma Michael Myers? <laughs> hey. It's a little bit of uh, social commentary. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Man, there's some weird transitions with this. Some very, uh, I don't know what he was going for with them. 
why would we let the uh prison why would why would we just let you know normal civilians have guns oh when those in power have the guns yeah i got woken up this morning from a little alert saying that there was a shooting in my area Gotta... I woke. I looked down at my phone. I was listening to a podcast, and it said like you know, red alert. I don't know if it was an Amber alert or not. That you know, there was another shooting at the casino, and then I was told a while later by some of the guys at work that yeah, it was it was over, and they apparently found the guy. And then it turns out maybe they shot the guy. I'm like, okay, that was. Oh, I didn't hear that detail. Yeah, I mean, I, I could be wrong on that. But like, yeah, another one. So maybe you'll find at the Cascades Casino a bunch of bullet holes somewhere. Yikes. Probably not. Now, you know what it is? It's behind the, it's behind the casino where those... Um, what is it? It's behind the casino where those uh, third part... Or those thrift, show, thrift stores are. The, the what? The, what was that one? The thrift shops. Oh, oh. You know, it's down your it's down the road from you. Yeah. Or up the road from you, excuse me. Yeah, I thought you said thrift shores. I was like, thrift shores, where's that? I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> it's all good. My brain's trying to do a few things at once. Sure. Oh, here we go. Looks like Desolation's pumped. So are these these buds? Yep. I guess his buds came to Springham and, yeah, had the bad luck of running into all this stuff. Yeah, unfortunately. He's got... He's got two guns and one is silver, the other is black. That's that's hilarious. Yeah, and one of them looked like a really small gun. A little kid's gun. What was this guy? Alucard? Dante? Oh, you know, he's got a gun. Oh, the bumbling morons. You fell for the oldest trick in the book. Yeah, yeah I'll give him that. That was actually kind of clever. <laughs> as stupid as it was, that, that was actually pretty funny. It was kind of clever. Yeah. But again, he's pointing a shotgun at you. Then again, he shoots you and, well, you can't open that door, so. <laughs> but maybe you can use those pistols to shoot the door or the button open, potentially. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a very sophisticated door, so yeah. So, let's have an alliance of convenience moment, alright? You civilians, I guess is if I can use that term politically correct, and us... <laughs> Uh, abusers of power, if to be politically correct, also uh, join together. Yeah, but this again feels very assault on Precinct 13. Like, uh, we need all the bodies we can to fight the situation, so cops make a pact with the, uh, the criminals. Yikes. All right, who's keep? That's funny. Uh, Ice Cube. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, you go ahead. This is a stupid joke. I was gonna say he's not a very imposing presence in this one. Usually, I think of him as having a really tough edge, but he just looks kind of short, not super fit, and 
I don't know. You think he's rocking that turtleneck well? Eh, no, no. That's not. It's like a half turtleneck. Half turtleneck where the neck is, or just because he's got whoa? Because oh. uh, he got he's got it's it's a muscle shirt. Damn, just owning that guy. Yeah, I think I think where it ends on the neck. Yeah, but I forgot to mention uh, they made some vague hints to it, and it's more just you can see it visually. But this is a, a female-dominated society up to at this point. It said in the beginning, uh, "What is it? Society is run by is is matriarchal." Yeah, there you go. There you go. <sighs> Do I get a badge? <laughs> uh oh. Can I get a sworn in ceremony, please? Uh oh, weird on McGee. Uh oh, I hear, I hear it again. You can you hear that? It's new metal. New metal's yep. back. That means something's amiss. There's a crazy on the loose. Yeah, it's just raiding it off them. They're actually hearing that music too. That's how come they know something's wrong. Exactly. It's it's like an odor almost, except you just hear it instead. Yeah, audio odor. That's that's good. Uh, that's a good way to describe new metal. No, <laughs> that's just me. What does it smell like? What does each What does each genre smell like? Jazz probably smells really like smooth blues. Probably smells heated. I don't know about incense, but I feel like jazz and blues have a good smell to them. Heavy metal. Oh, this scene. <sighs> liquid bread. Okay, this scene. Just liquid carbonated bread. Oh, maybe it's not quite yet. Classical music, wine. It's a, it's a really like finely aged wine. That's so funny because when you're saying that, when you're saying what what the odor is like, I was just thinking of alcohol. I was like, oh, when I think of jazz, I think of like maybe an innocent gun, like kind of a barrel aged booze with like a nice, almost fruity kind of hint to it. So <laughs> and then blues is just like, I don't know, like maybe like scotch or something oh so out of all these characters how many of them live who's the first to die in this group this guy here drugging it up yo hit on this chick what's going on here that's a vape yeah the early vapes yeah look at that carpenter predicted something showing off a little bit this is how you open up a can i feel like somebody probably also like believed in vapes anyways or already showed vapes beforehand kind of a weird gag still hitting the vape well that uh that didn't work out too well i guess maybe you could just say like the vape is a extension of of hashish well they said it was since they have to re use those little rebreathers which they've only used like once or twice but you always see it on their costumes they said it's like a like a toxic version that gives you a high. I see. So, so there you go. Yeah, that is a uh, that is a funny. He looks like Shaft. <laughs> oh, uh, Desolation. Yeah, Desolation. Excuse me. Pardon yeah, me. I can yeah. see it. Desolation looks like Shaft. I don't know if that's what Samuel looked like in the Shaft movie at the, around this time, but oh boy. Yeah. Jeez. I've never seen that one in full. 
It's a big gang. It's a lot of folks. All right. So you have the numbers. So, you know, maybe you all can take on these, these nut nuts, nut heads. <laughs> well, where's the train track? I guess it's up there. All right, everybody, like, don't look behind you. Everybody, like, put their backs to each other so that nobody's back is exposed. Oh, boy. There you go. Uh-oh. Those those guys, they hate records. Fuck your papers. That looked like a... Was that a miniature? Could be. There was there were a lot of miniatures in this. Nice. Hey, don't put your backs to it. This also kind of makes... This also kind of makes me think of 30 Days a Night, now that I'm thinking about it, too isolated little town and yeah these that that's a cool shot i like that shot of them up there we have nothing we want to do to you guys we just want to keep moving ouch all right one down old white guy gets taken up first yeah slow one of the group sort of a slow motion shot that was would you even call that slow motion i don't know yeah yeah not an extreme version but carpenter you hack you're you are absolutely trying to plagiarize the matrix there (laughs) oh here we go (laughs) oh he's got two submachine guns (laughs) does he really have good aim when he's doing that just i guess it looks cool and here's the music (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no but they said this scene they were all really nervous shooting you think for obvious reasons <laughs> oh such terrible gunfire like so, not even gunfire but such terrible gun safety oh this this guy shouldn't have fucked up his hand why does it, oh that guy's <laughs> uh why is he flying in the air why does this why does this feel like that one part of the Anchorman where it's just like all those newscasters like come and do like converge on each other and start killing each other? Like what? What? what like have a brawl? Like just <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness, this looks funny. And the music just makes it worse. This is the point where I usually start just kind of laughing at the movie a little bit. Oh boy. Yeah, it's not like so bad. It's good. It's just like oh, this is boring <laughs> and yet funny. Yeah, this is not not working. Damn, that's well. I'll say that so far the slow motion sort of works because it's not like super slow mo. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Yeah, it's not terrible now. At least for me. But just this action scene, it's we're cutting to too many people. You can't really focus on one, and it's really lame fighting. Just does nothing for me. Yeah, you I'll know, give it that 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 elbow that. Ice Cube was doing is technically a um, a type of elbow you do in Muay Thai, uh, the Thai the Thai martial art, excuse me, uh, where you're almost like um, unsheathing a sword from your side. Hmm. So it kind of is a real move, and he did sort of a hip toss some sort. So points for creativity and wasn't like perfectly executed, but I'm it's okay. Uh oh, sorry, this guy, the, the big tall guy. So is this just like Dracula on Mars? <laughs> Actually, wasn't that a movie? Oh, I don't know. Dracula and Mars. I gotta find out if it was. Like, just think about because Dracula is is known to possess people, right? Not not just hypnotize, but also possess people. Uh... I can't 
I, I'm sorry. I don't speak whatever that was. I don't. I don't speak nut nuthead. <laughs> Such a stupid shot. Sting, what are you doing? Why are you on the side of evil? I guess that is technically Sting's shtick. When I typed in Dracula on Mars, Ghosts of Mars came up. Maybe I was wrong. Interesting. Oh no, bring Buddy in quick. Quick, help that guy out. Even without his arm, that's... He's still trying. Oh! Well, that was... Oh, okay. Down for the count. I like the zooms. <laughs> Concern. It's like... Is this technically... this movie technically beginning in media's res? Uh, uh, I don't know. Not really. Uh, sorry, Williams. Looks like all your, your buds didn't make it. Yeah. One of them because he was a big... Actually, I guess they were all kind of stupid. <laughs> Getting themselves locked in that cage and then... What the fuck was that yell? Is that a kaiju yell? More like a goth yell. No, it's is it goth punk? It's goth punk. That's what it is. Yeah, goth punk. I did like that one of the spirits after they killed one of them went into one of their guys. At least they did that. Because that's one of the things that I like that you can't even really kill them. If you do, you'll just escape into someone else. Again, they don't really do much with it, but I, I like that concept. It's basically a ghost. It's a. It's the whole like, energy cannot be created nor destroyed, just transferred. So whatever this ghost, parasite, whatever you want to call it, spe specter, poltergeist, um, wraith, I think that's the, the term wraith, uh, it cannot be killed, just go to another body to possess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they're saying that right now. <laughs> So is it alien? Yeah, it was like an ancient civilization on the planet. Uh, so the original Martians. Yeah, and then she made a comparison to like fish that when the water dries up, they'll like go dormant. And then when once disturbed, they, they return. Interesting. Another flashback. Oh, yeah, I guess this is yeah maybe when they define it more. Two flashbacks. Not sorry. Flashback within this flashback now. Yep. I mean, they've been doing that the whole time. <laughs> That's true. I'm just trying to keep track of what's going on. And again, I don't think enough was done with the courtroom stuff to really justify doing the plot like this. I don't. I don't think it adds very much. So, yeah. I mean, maybe he could have done it differently. I forget if we knew where the water was at this point in in history, not in the movie, of course, but in 2000, I think. I don't know. Again, they hypothesized that there was water on Mars. She couldn't find the caps. Well, I, I I think we've known about yeah, like ice sheets on Mars for a long time. Then again, yes, because that's the whole plot of Total Recall. Yeah, I, I think they've known yeah for a long time that there was once water. They just the search now is to see if there is any still there. Yeah, because those ice sheets would not like. Pure, not, that, that would not fill the whole planet up. You'd need a lot more yeah. water for that. 
No, I think this is cool too. You're gonna open up a door to hell. This is just doom. Yep. This is honestly, it's, it almost like even though those crazies aren't part of like the doom franchise, nor like I'm pretty sure there are like cult. I mean, there's cultists, but like you can almost make a point like this is a prequel to doom. Uh oh. Should have opened that door. Emotep. Emotep. <laughs> is that what his name? Yeah. Please tell me they have a face. If not, it's just a fog. This is literally like almost, I think, Carpenter's greatest hits. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, just combine a bunch all together. Like. Yeah, Ghosts in the Fog. This is both a fog. You could almost say it's also pure evil, so it's the shape. Like the idea of. Michael Myers transferring to a different person each time he's killed. Yeah, and scientists kind of stumbling on something they should have never discovered and letting it loose. That's kind of Prince of Darkness as well. Being locked inside some place and having to deal with an alien, the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. An alien from this world, by the way, mind you. <laughs> Salt on Precinct 13. This is literally like his greatest hits, and I guess like somehow i don't know what where yeah the wraparound escape from new york is in there that's yeah that's desolation kind of the snake plissken type that's desolation even though he's also assault in precinct 13 the model or the the explanation to the authority figures from big trouble in china i guess didn't didn't russell Russell didn't kurt russell's character in didn't jack uh, release something in Big Trouble. I forget. Uh, no, I don't. I can't. Not that I can remember. Okay. There's no ancient evil he released. Okay. No, he just kind of stumbles into a, a situation with ancient evils. Maybe there will. Uh, yeah. I mean, other than like the beginning part, I don't think there's much here yet that I've recognized Big Trouble in anything. No. It's too bad. Uh that this movie came out when it did. I wish we could have had some of that level of creativity on this one, but I guess it was just too late for him. How much do you think these two will get together? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think there's any hints of romance. I don't think they put that in there. That's kind of a, a basic organism function. You know, preservation of life that's that's kind of everybody's one of their modus operandi yeah and i guess the that scene there when she's like oh tell me because he's like oh i survived for something and she's like oh what is it he's like i'll tell you some other time kind of sounds like the napoleon nickname like where'd you get the name napoleon he's like oh i'll tell you some other time feels like a little bit of that carrying over too Telling you, man, greatest hits just in one movie. Yeah. I don't know what El- if Elvis is in here. I don't know if Dark Stars in here at all. <laughs> Prince no. of Darkness. Well, a little bit. They live. I really couldn't no. tell you. No, no, they live. No, someone's watching me or uh, vampires. Except I guess vampires was kind of like a Western too in its own way. Oh, boy. 
This time, I'm pulling out all the big guns. I'm just going to be blunt and ask, all right, can we have sex? <laughs> oh, it worked hey, this time. Hey, just, just up front and asking, I, I, I get what I wanted. Just like, that's all I wanted was just some bluntness. And, well, there goes that from happening. Yeah, there's Clea Duvall being a dumbass. Why'd you do that? He was just annoying me. Maybe she was forced to. So who does she go towards? They should all leave the room immediately. Okay, there you go. Oh, that's not good. Get the shotgun ready. We're old yellow and her. Who wants to do it? Yep. See, it could have been a cool thing if these uh, aliens had the ability to hide themselves and it could have been like a, the thing situation. Like, it's just sabotaging them in the background, and they're like, oh, like, it's one of us, one of them. That might have been a cool element to include. Well, if only they did a uh, first person, or if only there was a second perspective uh, instance here, I wish. <laughs> I, I don't see how that would necessarily... Uh... I mean, I guess if you... Well, I don't know. Oh, there you go. Give her some drugs. Why not? You know, if you're being possessed, best part, the best thing to do is to have drugs. I agree. I don't know how that would work. Whether, like, well, if one would overload the other. <laughs> oh, maybe we'll find out in this uh, this scene here. Oh, boy. Seeing a purge, a geyser. What the hey is that? Oh, no, it's going back to the Crusades. Everything goes back to the Crusades. What the what? Who's that guy? Fish McGee? Looks like a grasshopper. Maybe I'm wrong in that. Whoa. Oh, it's the history of Mars. Okay. I guess. That's interesting. So they're all reincarnated uh, and or spirits possessing a bunch of people and the yeah, an ancient wraiths of these ancient Martians. Yeah, like an ancient warrior race. Where's Martian Manor here? That's my maybe the maybe the white Martians. <laughs> maybe that's who they're going off to attack. Fuck those guys. <laughs> oh no, it's like Green Lantern Corps. There's there's the there's the red Martians, the green Martians, the blue Martians, the purple Martians, the indigo Martians, um the orange Martian you know what I mean, and so on. Yeah, and the fish uh, lizard Martians, these guys. <laughs> okay, that was <laughs> that was a funny delivered line. Yeah, there's a lot of weird deliveries in this flick, and somehow she kicked it <laughs> with drugs and other stuff. Yeah, so there you go. It does show that they are still partially themselves. Just being controlled by somebody else, eh? I like how she doesn't mention the drugs. Oh, something inside of me. Uh, potentially psychoactive helped me uh, kick the kick the Martian out. It was so wigged out by the high, it was like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> yes, no, it's not like I had any foreign substances put into me to reject <laughs> said bodily possession. It would certainly make... I was just, it was my own willpower, yeah. 
It would certainly make my uh, certainly make the Ghostbusters go out of business. <laughs> it's a uh, new version of Exorcisms. Oh, here's Ford. the the new metal. Oh no! Something must be happening. Oh, look out! Oh, <laughs> don't mess with her. Use his own momentum against him. There you go. <laughs> what kind of kick is that? Did she break his? Wow. Oh. Completely like, you know, after, I guess, being exercised, she's walking perfectly normally. And what the hey kind of weapon is now to be fair? I guess that weapon. That's a cool one. But is it practical, though? Uh, looks I it seems like they have to slice more than anything. That's true. Maybe not stab. That is barbed wire you're going on to. That's probably not the best thing to do but what do i know well what's worse getting cut by barbed wire staying there and getting attacked and you know what he made his point (laughs) (laughs) the music i don't mind the music here oh it's gone now (laughs) it's gone that means uh the threat is over only only one attacked her (laughs) that's it you're just gonna be like it's me Pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, t- a hunch for him. It speaks English, it's good. If he was speaking Spanish, just shoot that motherfucker. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. Make out with me again. <laughs> <laughs> here's what we're going to do. Here's a Petri dish. Uh, here's a knife. Give me some of your blood. What are you going to do? Yeah, I've been developing this theory about these Martians. When, they, when they're when cut, the blood reacts on its own. and uh, <laughs> It's like, where, where the fuck are you come up with these theories? Saw it in an old movie once. <laughs> oh, so maybe that's why they sharpen their teeth. To try to reminisce their old... Uh, reminisce on their old bodies. Well, you know, they're possessing these inferior beings. So they're going to have to make some adjustments. Yep. Yeah, I wish they would go into that more. I always like that idea. With this, these new bodies are almost like, yeah, you know, like decorative items for them, just something to use. Since if if they die, then yeah, it wouldn't have any effect on them because they can just go into another body. It's funny they customize the body to a certain point. Yeah. When they die, it's just like, well, all that hard work wasted for nothing. That's oh, a new canvas. Get to start again. There was a what was that film where. It was um, people could go inside ro- uh, from a distance. They could go in, they could pilot like robots, like Android bodies. And even if you die, the Android dies, you still live. Hmm. Is that recognize? Do you recognize that? It does sound familiar. S- uh, synopsis at all, or am I wrong on that? No, it definitely sounds familiar, but I, I can't. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you can't put your. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Avatar. James Cameron's Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> I guess in some ways that concept fits actually for that. All right, now this is full on. Yeah, yeah. thirteen. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's just waste all that ammunition. Yeah, and again, this is one of the ones where they said that they were really nervous firing off those blanks. <laughs> all the music here. Oh man. 
Yeah. I, I'm just waiting for like the on the side of the screen to be like high score, new high score, multiplier. I'm just waiting for this to finally turn to a music video, and then we just see Carpenter and like his band. Awesome combo. With like all that, yeah, the lights and the smoke. That looked great. Like it would have been a music video shot. 85 hit combo. <laughs> 8.8x multiplier. You know, this first person, it's kind of reminded me of another thing called Doom. Were they doing first person there? Oh, man. Well, I'm just talking from like the, the Wraith's perspective. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, see, that's why these things are motherfuckers. They're killing all these things. They're just letting new spirits loose. It's I'm I gotta ask like how many like how much ammunition do they have because that's not a lot. Oh, they're stocked. Get in the door quick. All right, you guys know the queue. <laughs> yeah, they're all. Yeah, they know their order. Weld the door shut. That's not a weld. Use a crowbar. That always works. Okay, that's something new. Oh no, this is right at a. Assault him. Oh, fuck. Yeah. He's that big motherfucker. Hey, it's the boss. Oh, the music. <laughs> I like that new bit coming in. Oh, oh, wow. Full body burn. Look at that terrible mask. That's a good fire effect. Yeah. It's Michael Myers. Yeah, that could have been a reference to Halloween 2. I think a very similar thing happens in that, actually, now I think about it. Which Carpenter wrote the script for. Okay, that actually, uh, what, I don't know why that was actually not a bad. Yeah, thing. this part's not bad actually. Wait a minute, how how dare? Yeah, I know this is actually pretty good. How dare they not like have Jason Statham and not like show off his martial arts moves? Yeah, that's fair. Okay, I saw that like fake headbutt right there. Yeah, from Statham again. Nothing. I did what he had to do. Yeah. Wow, this guy cannot be killed. You fuckers. <laughs> this guy's trying to take names. You burned my favorite body. <laughs> Did they lose anybody? Uh, there was that one lady. I think they may have lost her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess they lost her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wish more of them were getting possessed. It doesn't really seem to make sense to me that they wouldn't be. And that tower is going down. There's a train. Ah, uh, see, I told you the train was going to be at the station. Yeah. Well, Peter Jason coming back for his cameo. <laughs> I don't know why the way the the way Ice Cube was watching that door was weird. Oh, yeah, there's that chick. Forgot about her, too. I thought she was dead, too. Let's get out of here. No. Darn it, if only we had, like, laid down spike strips or something like that to prevent them from escaping. Then again, isn't they driving with treads? Yeah, I think they're driving treads, yeah. And well, that's going to be a problem with, uh... Going to be a problem if they were trying to use spike strips, because they'll just go over that pretty easily. Oh, wait, now it looks like wheels. Oh, it's funny, that shot almost looked like it was a miniature shot, and then people ran Yeah. In. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And randomly, they're blowing buildings up now. <laughs> oh, they've been blowing up for a while, but yeah, they should have blown up faster. They're just waiting for the climax. Just go beneath the surface, find the gas lines, ignite the gas lines, and then, then you get big boom. Hey, we don't like that smoke and burning. What is this, pipe bombs from Terminator? 
That's kind of a cool shot. Get, 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 get moving on. Get moving. And we out of here. Uh oh. By going straight. <laughs> well, I guess that's the end. Uh, I love, I love these not... miniature shots. I think those are cool. They are pretty cool. This is in no way like Resident Evil nor Aliens. Uh, yeah, I guess I can see the comparison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the train in Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> Just in that, like, you know, something might be hiding on there. Hmm. Mm. Now they go a bit of a different way for that. Oh, okay. Let's see here. I guess this is a little more aliens. Yeah. All right. So let's go with the nuclear option. <laughs> I assume you guys have nukes. No. Well, they're boned. <laughs> I guess we'll uh, go back to chemical weaponry. Oh, that doesn't work. All right. Well, I guess biological weapon. Oh, you don't have that either. Um, how many bullets do you guys have? They're probably loading up on this train. They got a whole bunch there. <laughs> All the ammunition on Mars. Huh. You know, if you guys had some energy weapons. <laughs> Plasma weapons. Just line them up on the track and then like, you know, get this thing <laughs> as fast as you can go and just, you know, go right through them like Swiss cheese. Oh, look at that. Blow up a nuclear power station. Where have I heard that from before? Yeah. So there you go. Looks like they're answering their... Uh... Is that really what would happen? Mm. I don't know. I don't know if you could turn a nuclear reactor into a... I mean, you could certainly cause a gigantic disaster to the surrounding area. Chernobyl. So, yeah. But a big... <laughs> converting into like a minor nuclear bomb i don't know that was wasn't that the plot of rises well yeah because but that was a different kind of reactor yeah it was kind of it was yeah because because wayne tech had that nuclear fusion device and then bane found that russian scientist or eastern european scientist that um submitted a paper that proved that you could he could turn a nuclear fusion device into like a bomb conveniently. And yeah, I, I can't even remember if it was nuclear. It was just like an unlimited energy device. And so whatever that means, <laughs> it means a science fiction idea, something, some of these cutting to the courtroom scenes. I don't know if they're, some of them feel extraneous. I mean, I guess in some ways they're all extraneous, but... Whoa. Oh, you hear the music? The music's yep. back. Guess what that means. I love how she's standing out there watching, too. Like, they could easily see you. Just, like, hide somewhere. Hide around the corner and watch. Don't just stand right there. Yeah, you're putting yourself out there, bud. Yeah. 
huh, it's almost like somebody's going to turn around and be like, hey, I think I see those binoculars shining in the light in my eyes. You burn yeah. me. What a shock. It's almost like if they spotted you because you were standing right out in plain sight. Didn't even do a hiding check. Yeah. This music is quite bad now, actually. <laughs> In these shots, the slow motion shots, oh man. Gotta say, there is a lot of extras. Yeah, there are. Yeah. So, everybody here, we're all trying to film a music video. It's for John Carpenter's <laughs> new album. Yeah, again, we cut to Carpenter on the on top of the, the train rocking out. Rocking out. <laughs> like that, um... <laughs> Like that one roar crier from Fury Road. <laughs> yeah. It definitely... And when I say John Carpenter's new album, I literally mean like John Carpenter's NU album. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. he'll put that out next year. Yeah, go back to his metal. Next year? What the hey? Hey, he's putting out albums now, so might as well get back to it. That's true. Uh-oh. Just puts her... no. Oh, ow, ow, ouch! Puts the shotgun in her mouth and is like, "Yeah, that's not happening." All right, come on, Statham, let's go on this. Ooh, oh, right in the thigh. Those are cool projectiles. Put them in a little sling. Yeah, just razor discs. Yeah. I guess. All right, how many bullets do you have in that gun? If I told you. I'd have to explain Ooh. why I have infinite ammo here. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, there goes Cleo Duvall. Goddamn. Let's see. Where's the... Is the uh, other train conductor still there or no? Or is he dead? Yeah, I haven't seen him die. Maybe he's holding the door. There he is. Okay, so he's still alive. There he is. You're right. And uh, yeah, at least Statham's getting a chance to use his skills, but looks like this is the end. Look out, Statham. Damn, I guess he's dead. Corpse McGee. Uh, oh, almost out of... I almost got him. Is it just them? So that didn't work out too well. No, her plan was a big fuck up. Uh-oh. And we saw the spirits already flying into the wind. I mean, it seems like that's not going to... The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Darn it, so this is the bad future Nausicaa was talking about. <laughs> Don't think your uh, weapons nor arms are going to pierce through that stuff. Oh, they are? Okay, well, I just throw logic out the window. Yeah. You know, he's got a point. Like, they don't really need much else, right? Yeah, there's nothing can go wrong here. I do kind of like this train set. Looks kind of cool. Definitely a little more basic, but... It's got kind of a rustic future look to it. Yeah... I somewhat prefer the Resident Evil train. I, I don't know why. 
Yeah, there's definitely a lot of noise on your end, by the way, right now. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was me, you know, fanning myself. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I like the Resident Evil train better, too. I don't know why. Mm, I think maybe maybe the blue is just more because uh, this movie is very like red and very brown tones everywhere. You don't say. It's not the most visually appealing. I thought this was uh, one of the candidates for our, our blue category. This movie? Yeah. Ah. I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of red and brown. Maybe I missed the blue. Should have pointed it out. We could have made our little uh, little line. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Music's really kicking into gear. Uh, is this our guy? No, here he is. That was a very weird kick. Yeah. I kind of like this piece of music, but it just feels so over the top for this action scene. It's number 13, 14 of the new album. <laughs> yeah, close to the end, yeah. Her against Freddy Krueger here. Not going into her nightmare, or her dream, excuse me. It's interesting that they're using slow motion for the Ice Cube one, but not for her. Maybe she was more adept at the action. She's doing okay. Or that's just her stunt double, and Ice Cube was like, yeah, I'll do all the ice, I'll do all my stunts. Well, they did say that she did a lot of that. That's pretty cool. A lot of her own stunts for this stuff. Yeah, and she said that the uh, the guy who was kind of helping them out with the uh, the fighting stuff so that she, he was like, oh, if, if the acting doesn't work out for you, come work for me as a stunt double because you're, you're really adept at this stuff. Hey, that's pretty nice. Yeah, and she was like, I don't know if he was just saying that to be nice, just to keep me happy working on this film. But in the commentary, she was definitely <laughs> dissing uh, her and Carpenter, were just dissing the movie all over the place. Whew. Uh, how was how much was this movie uh, budgeted? Uh, let me find out here. There's still that loose end of that lady being possessed. Yep. Damn. That's probably a mile. I don't know. <laughs> What's a mile? Well, I think they left that lady, so yeah, now she's corpse, corpsed out. Uh, interesting, okay. Uh, the budget for this one was $28 million. $28 million. What was the uh, box office? It says $14 million. Wikipedia, According to Wikipedia, the film has received a cult following since its release with critics praising the action sequences, soundtrack, and blending of genres. Interesting. I didn't realize that that this had developed a little bit of a cult following. It's interesting. I don't know if I'd say I'm quite in that group, but I don't think this is Carpenter's worst film. I definitely don't think that. I think Vampires and Village of the Damned and maybe Escape from L.A. are definitely worse than this one. Oh, they're a little, uh, they're a little bonding scene. Wonder if this is just a low-key recreation, maybe not recreation, but remake of 
Assault on Precinct 13. Plus, you know, a lot of his other ideas. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear that, yeah, that's what he was doing. But in space. Yeah, and I don't know if that was laziness or or maybe an intentional homage. I don't think he intended this to be his last movie. I think it just it didn't hit with the audiences and it had been kind of a string of movies not hitting with audiences. Escape from L.A. was not popular. Vampires and Village of the Damned were all kind of not positively received necessarily. So maybe you just felt maybe you felt like you just couldn't connect with an audience anymore. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Interesting turn of events. Should have seen that coming. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll call an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> no kind of a nice setting for them there maybe we could have up I don't know <laughs> well I didn't get that blanket now I'm going to be cold I feel awkward that's a shame I think she's kind of charming in this her and Carpenter were knocking her acting in this a bunch. <laughs> but I, I think she's I think she's fine in this. Well, you were correct, sir, in that she's being a very unreliable narrator here. Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder what else maybe she maybe she left out or or missed up uh m messed up, I should say. Altered. Yeah, altered. Told uh, from a different perspective. Tell this part. Oh, I think she. <laughs> the cartel. That's interesting. Forgot about that line. Hmm. Cartel run the whole thing. What a shock. Wait, is it converging on Seist? Christ. I, what's it called? Yeah, something like that. I'm not sure. Scheist, Scheister. Is she in a hospital bed or is she in a. Her, I, I don't know. Kind of looks like, yeah, a hospital. Well, this can't be good. That's interesting. It's an interesting outfit she's wearing. Hmm. Well, I, just her shirt and her pants, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I thought it was a one piece. I was like, that's odd. Like a ballet outfit or something. Oh, you know, maybe. But it's it's two piece. Yeah, I was just I couldn't see when she was putting on her pants. Whoa! Time to go to work. They're chrome guns. What the hey? Yes. <laughs> this is two thousand and one, after all. A chrome submachine. What is this? A cheat from GTA Three? <laughs> Oh, just wait and watch this ending. Dude. Now this is straight out of Assault on Precinct 13, this shot. Wait, it's framed. Wait, look at this. He looks right into the camera. <laughs> he looked right into the camera. Holy crap. 
And John Carpenter said, out of nowhere, he was like, I guess the two of them weren't taking that, that it was just like an off shot where they did it, but they were both doing it with kind of like a smirk. He looks into the camera and then she cocks the gun with like a weird expression. But he was like, he was, I like that take the best out of the ones that we did. So I just decided to use it because I guess he just didn't care anymore by that point. What a, okay, well, this is like, <laughs> why, why didn't the actors do more of that? That's my question. <laughs> Could you imagine that where this movie is now almost like a parody of, of his films? Uh, <laughs> that would have been interesting. Would have been interesting. And, and honestly, that is kind of what Assault on, or that's kind of what Escape from L.A. is. Escape from L.A. basically plays a parody of Escape from New York, where it's a parody remake. They just do everything they did last time, but just everything's played up as a, an exaggerated joke. So. Hmm, maybe I'll like that one better than the original. No, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'll give the original of this. It's pretty ambitious for what it is. I think it's just a little, it went a little overboard in itself. Yeah, and maybe on a rewatch, maybe with different expectations, because I know a lot of people go into that expecting it to be like a big action film. And it's really not. It's more like a mood piece, almost like a horror action film. Barely any action, really. <laughs> oh, but I guess it's... Unlike this film, which had a lot of action in it. <laughs> yeah, from the uh, watching it with us talking over it, did, you, uh, did it catch your interest in any way, or did it... Uh... It's always hard to know what, you know how to give a final thoughts when you're just kind of watching. It's like a, it's like a. I have a neutral response to it of like, doesn't really interest me, but yeah, I don't know. It just just seems like a generic movie. <laughs> Pretty generic. Like to say to say to say this is John Carpenter, the man who made many many a horror film, does kind of shock you of like oh. Okay, I was expecting, I don't know, more horror stuff rather than like goth metal and new metal. I, what do I know? Yeah, and I mean, he he does actually have a very varied career. Most people just think of him for his horror stuff, but that's he's certainly made a lot more than just that. But these last couple '90s films, they're just so empty. They just feel. Yeah, like they're completely generic, like he didn't care and just kind of was paint by numbers horror film director. Except for Escape from L.A., that's the one where you feel like he was really having some fun and just going way out there. And it just it just is so off the mark. It doesn't connect, but at least he was trying. Whereas, yeah, this film, uh, it's just yeah, paint by numbers, just remaking his previous plots and just kind of in a cooler setting than maybe we've seen that kind of stuff before for me i would i would say like maybe do you think do you feel like he was burnt out and he didn't really have much else in the way of plots or, or stories to tell yeah i definitely think he was burnt out absolutely and i, I think uh, yeah i'll say i know that he was bitter by the fact that he was only getting the money to make these kind of either sequels to stuff that he'd done before or just kind of cheap horror movies like he was not that wasn't his goal as a filmmaker like he really tried for a while to do different stuff like he did memoirs of the invisible man kind of this light chevy chase comedy uh starman jeff bridges really tried to do something more impactful 
kind of like a Spielberg type movie with that film. And none of them ever really connected with an audience at the time. And he just eventually got pigeonholed into making stuff like this. So, so he was bitter. And maybe that's one of the reasons he didn't put that much effort in. Oh, Buckethead. Wow. An anthrax. That's interesting. Does not surprise me. That does. Yeah, it is kind of a shame. I will, I will say that, that this man who really is a blue collar movie director. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Just he, he tries and he tries and always just just kind of screwed over his visions and his artistic license and unable to get any work or get any accommodations nowadays. Yeah. He's way more, I guess, well-known and, but yeah, back then it must be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And something like big trouble in little China, like there was so much imagination going to that film and it was a giant flop. <laughs> like he could have had a very different career if those, those movies he did that in Starman. I think right after each other. It's like if those two had been big successes, maybe he, his career could have gone in a different direction. But but no. And I feel like the last grasp, one that we're going to cover relatively soon, is In the Mouth of Madness. I think that one is another one where it feels like he was really trying to do something different. It was just, in my opinion, uh, very limited by the budget. But that's the last of his uh, Gates of Hell. Or, uh, not sorry, sorry, Gates of Hell. His Apocalypse trilogy, I should say. But uh, but yeah, I guess that brings us to the end of Ghosts of Mars, and yeah, kind of a kind of a one off. We haven't really done one of these in a while. Yeah, not too much, really. <laughs> yeah, we've mainly been uh, yeah caught up in doing different series, but but here you go. Nice to go back sometimes. Not always the case, but yeah, it's it's yeah. I do I do feel bad for this movie now. I'm looking at it more as just a fizzling out and to see a mm-hmm. man who had such visions you know this is where it led to and that is yeah, yeah. I, I'll, this is not i'm not saying yeah i don't think it's a terrible terrible film it's just i kind of felt bored watching it yeah it's 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 too long at <laughs> at 98 minutes it's too long so that, that should tell you something <laughs> It didn't, I, I didn't feel engaged. That's how about that? I didn't, I mean, that's another way of saying boredom, but like I'll, <laughs> a little more nice way of saying like, I did not feel engaged. I didn't feel like I was being intellectually stimulated. Maybe I did feel like, you know, oh, I had to think, use my noodle, my new noodle for a few times. But other than that, not really any like visuals that stood out to me other than all the red. And to be fair, blind commentary, you know, it's it's hard to really get a, a full sense of the movie. Yeah, no, that's fair. I can't like obviously do not take my do not take what I say say come come away from this film as like a hundred percent true or listen to me. I just I don't know, I feel like maybe I'll go back to it one day, but other now it's okay. I think the biggest disappointment is I think if he had just given the script another two drafts. I really feel like he could have pulled something out of the the idea that he had. It was just, he was just looking for a generic bad guy that he could kind of do some cool aesthetics with to kind of match his, his heavy metal mindset that he was in at the time. And he just, it was just for aesthetic really is all he used the concept for. But I feel like there could have been a lot more ideas explored there. Yeah, I mean, if he'd only, 
put the time in. <laughs> I don't know if we're talking like Event Horizon here. Levels of, of nonsense or like an introspective, like nihilistic take tale where it's just like a few characters and on the verge of like suicide or like, I don't know. I'm trying to, sorry, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> yeah. We'll save the event horizon talk for another day. Of course. But uh, if anyone's listened to this to the end, thank you for, uh, for coming along with us here. And thank you. Yeah. I guess f- follow us along for, for something else at some point. <laughs> yeah. We always got stuff coming out. I, I hope you all came out. So uh, listening to this with something, if not, we're at least here to try to entertain. I hope I hope you were entertained. If not, apologies. Yeah, there you go. And I was going to say end peace, but did you have any final thoughts? Or? I petition that the last film that Mr. Carpenter make is a semi-remake of this, but it is a Doom movie instead. There you go. And tune in one day when he does it and we do a commentary on it. Peace. Absolutely. Peace.